previously on Little Bit Leave It. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Little Bit Leave It, the podcast where we talk Love Island, UK in the USA. My name is Ben, and with me today is... That's right, and we're not going to be doing a regular episode today. We've got a special episode because... Why are we have a special episode? Because we're going on vacation! That's right. We will be back next week with a regular episode, uh, or maybe two weeks with a regular episode. We'll see, but we'll definitely have good, fun, bonus episodes and special content for you guys. So thanks for listening, and we hope you guys are having a great end to your summer. Bye-bye! All right, thanks for sticking around, and welcome to Spoils of Love. My name is still Ben, and with me, it's still Becca. No, can I be someone else this time? Um, sure. Who do you want to be? Aurora Sparkles. Aurora Sparkles. So, my name is Ben, and with me is Aurora Sparkles. I am just as unentertaining and just as unsmart, but I have a much cooler name. Okay, thank you, Aurora Sparkles. So today's Spoils of Love, we're going to talk about Love Island, what happened next. This was manna to my poor, sad, tired, little pandemic eyes. Yes, so what is what happened next? It talks about what happened next. No, Ian Sterling says he got bored last summer because he should have been in Majorca. We can all empathize with that. And so he got in touch with former cast members from all six seasons, had socially distanced meetups, got them to send in videos, and it's a where are they now? The only problem is it's where are they then because it was about seven months ago. Yes, seven months ago as of this recording. So it was done in the summer or late summer, early fall of 2020. I think we will talk about the whole kind of what happened next series or the phenomenon of what happened next. Is it a phenomenon? We didn't even know about it until now. We're going to do an overview of the three episode series, and then we will go through every season by season the cast members that we saw. Does that sound good? Yes, but this is sounding more like a class syllabus and less like a fun... I'm just trying to tell the people what they can expect to hear. Don't tell them, show them. Ah, I would if you would let me. Okay, go ahead. All right, so What Happened Next is a really, really interesting miniseries for a lot of reasons. It's the first time we see some of these cast members in four or five years. So that was pretty cool. Did you like that? Yeah, I like that. Did you like that? Yeah, I, I just said I did. Anyway, they divided the cast members into small groups, some very logical, some maybe not quite as obvious, but overall, I think it worked really well. 
Yeah, some of them were clearly stronger than others, but I think the fewer people that were on the series, the better they were. Just because when you get those big sprawling series, there's more people you're interested in, there's more people you're not interested in, and there's more people for them to have to chase down in general. Yeah, I can see that. I think that they just managed to get certain key cast members from specific seasons, and they just did not get some of the right people on some other seasons. And there were some standouts. There were definitely some people who were not as impressive on the show who really came to life in these videos, and I feel like I understand them now so much more as a person. Yeah. The other thing I would say is that because it now is really bringing in the real world and the world outside the villa into the Love Island... Canon? Yeah, into the Love Island conversation, it forces me to reconcile the people who are on the show or the characters that they play on the show, really, or the characters that are sculpted by producers and by the contestants themselves, reconcile that with their online social media presence that we see and what we know about them outside the island. And what other people say about them. We don't know them. Right. Yeah, exactly. So we can see what we see on TV. We can read what we read. We can scroll through Instagram. But at the end of the day, like, we are all contradictions. We contain multitudes. That does not go for the ones who are really shitty people, though, because... No, I mean, look, I agree. And I, I think that's kind of where I am going, too, is that it's not always black and white and these are very young people who are put in very strange situations high pressure situations yeah and some of them certainly act more responsibly than others and i don't want to excuse the bad behavior we'll get more into that later let's get into season one which starts off with one of the best scenes in the entire what happened next series Oh, yeah, they really brought it. These recap and where are they now shows can sometimes be really boring and disappointing. But when they got Jess and Hannah with their damn babies and then Max and John friggin Clark. Well, and don't forget Lauren, too. Lauren was there. Sorry, Laws. Yeah. She was the least different, though. First, I agree with you. I don't want to get into Lauren just yet. I do think there's a good conversation around that. But yeah, the the fact that we start off with Hannah, Jess, Max, and John, and then we see the Hannah and John reunion, and they apparently have not seen each other before this reunion episode, which is nuts. They haven't seen each other in years. Yeah, but it ended so ugly. I can't imagine why you'd want to see each other. I mean, maybe an industry event or something you would think, but I mean, I guess it's easy enough to avoid one another or just not cross paths. Also... These islanders are not like later islanders in the sense that while John went on to reality TV, Hannah really just went back to her glamour modeling career that she was already pretty successful in. Yeah, that couldn't have hurt. Oh, no, she got even more famous. Of course. But it's not like in later years where you have all these people who leave their professions to become social media influencers. I mean, Lauren herself is a PE teacher. She was already kind of a grown-up when she went there, though. I feel like Hannah was already successful in her career, but emotionally she was a little immature, and Jess was emotionally a little immature. 
I felt Lauren sort of had a stronger sense of self-awareness and a stronger sense of self. Well, I think certainly as the season went on. But remember, at the beginning of that season, what is she most known for? Some photo that she took with Zane from One Direction, which may or may not have inspired his girlfriend to break up with him at the time or something. Well, it's known as the photo that broke up One Direction. Yeah, so... That's a big deal. That's yeah. That's a big British bloody deal. Right. So, yeah, that kind of experience, I guess, would change you. Yeah, but I just think it's interesting. So Lauren is known for not having social media and for really going back to living a very normal life. It probably felt really good to her considering what she was coming in on the heels on. I bet going back to a plain ass life felt really good because when you're caught up in a scandal like that, you don't have a choice. You're going to be in the tabloids if they want you there. So, yeah. Good on Lauren. I hated her dress, but it was good to see her. It's good to see all of them. Yeah, and I just can't get over the fact that they were all so young back then. And the difference in five years, especially with John and Hannah, is really astounding. And that Hannah doesn't hold a grudge against John, I thought was really great. She looks back on it fondly. Yes, they all do. When she was watching the video clips of them and like kind of narrating her thoughts on it, she was like, oh, it was really sweet. I was 40 days in and I said yes, and I wouldn't have changed that. I also liked how Lauren said that they were so naive, so pure. They did not realize what the show would become. I think that was everything. We do see a video from Josh. Josh looks good. Josh looks like he's living it up in Ibiza and Mallorca. Yeah, not surprising. And then Lewis and Callie, they're still boring and hot individually. Boring and hot individually, but But they had a baby. Which I knew. None of this is new information. No, none of this is new information. Lewis and Callie, vague milk toast comments. Not quite as interesting, but that first scene was fantastic. I really, really enjoyed it. I think any Love Island fan will enjoy that. Yeah. So moving on to season two, we have got first a conversation between two people I would not necessarily have paired together, Rachel and Katie. Well, apparently they're friends. I guess. I guess after the show, they became friends. Well, relationships happen off screen all the time. This is true. Now, Rachel, of course. Rachel's my hero. Why is Rachel your hero? Because Rachel pulled King Rikard off the show with her and then went home and became a nurse. That's so funny. So I think Rachel's great. I was about to say, of course, Rachel is famous for being the contestant who left and had Rikard actually leave the show. The only time anybody has put their money where their mouth is, left the show when their other half of their couple was dumped from the island. And one of the all-time classic moments. Yeah, Rikard was a king. Big baller, shot caller. Anyway, Rachel and Katie talk. Katie talks about her relationship with Scott and how they stayed together and she was happy with it. She now has all kinds of things that she puts her name on, apps and fashion lines and all kinds of stuff. Again, not new information. Yeah. The conversation is interesting just because Rachel does seem deeper than Katie. I don't know. Katie reminisces, or not even reminisces, Katie looks back on her little meltdown in the hideaway and she's definitely separated herself from that. I oh, think. yeah. That she was She definitely feels human emotions about it. So going from 20 to 24, 25, that's a big change. Yep. I still didn't have my head screwed on quite tight when I was 24, but it was better than when I was 20. 
Actually, that's not even true. I was much more responsible at 20 than I was at 24. How old were you when we met? 25. Yeah, just turned 25. Yeah. Then we move to Olivia and Alex, who famously have a couple of spinoff series that they have starred in. So Olivia is very Stepford wife now, which is a little disappointing because I thought she was kind of punk in, during season two, right? She had like the sunglasses and the tattoos and the combat boots. Their whole segment is just so PR conscious, so produced, so unnatural. I enjoyed it, but <laughs> I do not really want to watch a show starring them that feels like that. Oh, no, definitely not. I don't run into home shows in general unless it's like, let's build a house out of Legos or look at all this ladies pink stuff. That That's the kind of home show I'm into. Yeah. I would watch Olivia do something I found interesting, though. I think that would be fun. Like Olivia getting drunk and like talking to people. Maybe just she just came off as so rehearsed. Yeah, it's part of her image now, though. If her image was different and she was doing something different, I still find her very charming. I still really like her. Alex is wooden. I could just never buy that his emotions are actually human and he's not just like a hot robot who's been studying. See, I think that woodenness actually makes him seem more natural. Olivia, to me, comes off as very not authentic, I guess. Oh, I totally agree with you. That's kind of where Stepford Wife comes in. And they've got this beautiful home in the country. Looks like some type of manor or something. They're rich as hell. Yeah, well, good for them. Alex just has like, help me in his eyes. I, I can't decide if he's like a prisoner stuck in the container store or more like restoration hardware or if he's a hot, sexy robot. Well, studying. I don't think he is nearly the hostage <laughs> as somebody else we see in season three, but a little bit more on that later. Then we go to Kara and Nathan, who to me actually do come off as very genuine, especially Kara. Yeah, they've always been weird. They've always been their own thing. And that hasn't stopped. She was pregnant with the second kid. The second kid is here. Yes. I think the second kid's been here because she was very pregnant. Yeah, it's a nice little family segment. It's funny. Endearing. Good production quality, just like the Olivia and Alex one. I enjoyed this one a lot more, though. I just liked spending time with them. Agreed. We didn't even talk about Max. Oh, in season one? Yeah, poor Max. Max didn't get his due. Goddamn, Max, we didn't give him one second of our time. You're right. We didn't talk about Max. Let's talk about Max. We Lindsay Buckingham's Max again. Yeah, we're so sorry about that, Max. So Max and Jess did not last. No. A couple years later, he hooked up with Naomi after all. That did not last. No. And then he had a serious relationship with Laura from season four. That's kind of cool, actually. Yeah. I like that. Max, trying to find love on Love Island. Yeah, he has a thing for Islanders, I guess. He has a regular girlfriend now. A regular girlfriend. Well, that was nine months ago, so who even knows? Nine months ago, Max had a girlfriend. There you go. Go look on Instagram. I'm sure you would know faster than me. So that's Max. Who are you disappointed to not see? Who do I wish I saw? Scott? I love Scott. I love Scott's Instagram. Sure, right from season two, Scott, yes. And I would have liked to have seen Tom. Poor Tom. So Scott from season two. All the ones I listed were from season two. Because season one was so small. The cast was so small. Well, I'll tell you, I think from season one, I would not have minded to hear from either Jordan or Zoe. Now, I've heard that Zoe has really shied away from all of this. Also totally off of social media. Jordan, I don't know. Jordan was 31 at the time of the first season. So that would make him about 36 or 37 now. Yeah, he's old as fuck like us. Yeah, I really would have liked to hear 
What the hell is going on with Jordan? He used to work as a hotel groundsman, but now what is he doing? I'm curious. So that's the one from season one. I also would not have minded Omar. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you about Omar. I Do you think he would have worn pants? I hope so, but probably not. Do you think he still takes his pants off without being asked? Probably not. Probably not now. Yeah, I feel like that's something you grow out of. Hopefully, or you get me too'd out of. Right. Now, what about those Alberti twins? That would have been interesting to get a little video from them. No, thank you. Maybe the Alberti twins giving us like a dirty limerick or something. That would be in character. They're Italian, not Irish. I know, but they're just really corny. That would be in character for them. I feel like both of them said about 10 words combined. I don't think the things that came out of their mouth were that interesting, and I wouldn't want to hear any more of the things. My season two picks... I really would have liked to seen Adam Maxted, who is now wrestling for WWE UK or something. Yep, wrestling. That would have been really cool. Yeah, I would have traded Katie in for Ammon. <laughs> oh, right. We forgot about Katie Selman. Yeah, too. we, we Lindsay Buckingham'd her as well. She uh, did a little video. Uh, I'm very glad we didn't see Emma or Terry. I would never want to see them again in my entire life. But I do really wish... We saw Tom. Yeah, like I wonder. Said. I wonder how Tom is doing. Yeah, even though I don't think he's necessarily the greatest guy. No, totally not. But I can have empathy for someone and still not want to be their friend. Yeah. Hello. Z- similarly, Zara Holland would have been interesting to see. Yes. Obviously, Rikerd. I would have loved <laughs> to have seen Rikerd. I guess we're going to have to go back and watch season two. It just had so many good characters. Yeah, I'm sure we will do it at some point. I don't want to watch it because some of it's so hard to watch. I know. Some of the best individual episodes are in season two, including what I think is the best individual episode of Love Island. The thing about season one's cast is that, like you said earlier, it's smaller. So we got to know them in a little bit of a different way. And we got to know more people deeply, I guess. Yeah. Season one might have had the best cast. Season two had the best individual people. I don't know. I I find season two, I like a couple of those people a lot, but that's the least likable cast for me. Yeah, but they're good characters. Oh, yeah. There was a lot of good drama. There was a lot of good interplay. Definitely. Definitely. Like, I don't like Katie as a person necessarily, but like Katie was great. Yeah. Scott and Katie, I I hated them so much at first. Scott eventually, I thought, redeemed himself. But in any case, it would have been good to see him, I guess, too. Yeah. That about does it for this spoils We will get to seasons three and four in our next Spoils of Love. It'll be better organized, I promise. Yeah, but this wasn't bad. I thought this was pretty good. We will pick up on the next Spoils of Love with seasons three and four of What Happened Next. And until then, bye. Craving crackers or a coney, split bean super macaroni. Tired of all those lunchtime phonies? Come down to the phonies. 